Support for MPB comes from the Mississippi Museum of Art in Jackson. What Became of Dr. Smith by artist Noah Satterstrom is on view now through September 22, 2024. Learn more at msmuseumart.org. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. Welcome to the Mississippi Arts Hour on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sarah Story, the Executive Director of the Mississippi Arts Commission. Each week we bring you an in-depth interview with a different creative Mississippian. This week I'm catching up with Charles Williams and Calvin Phelps about a community project in Macomb, Mississippi. Welcome, Charles and Calvin. Good afternoon. Good to see you. Hi. So good to see you both here and so glad. This is the first time I've been able to record in person in a very long time, so I'm very thrilled that you (laughs) guys are here. This is the first time we've been in person in a very long time as well. I agree, yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I'm so excited for the listeners to hear about the project you guys have been working on and the plans for the future. So why don't we just start with you, Charles? Why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you are, and then um, I'm an artist, visual artist from Georgetown, South Carolina. Uh, I currently live in Greensboro, North Carolina, um, but really happy to be working on this project with Calvin um, and just to be connected to the community, um, Jackson and Macomb, Mississippi. So, Awesome. Uh, and I'm uh, Calvin Phelps. I'm the director of Pike School of Art, Mississippi. Uh, We're a contemporary art center in Macomb. Uh, We opened up about six years ago, uh, and we bring artists in from outside the state uh, to work with the uh, city, not the city of Macomb, but with citizens of Macomb. And uh, we were happy to work with Charles during the middle of the (laughs) pandemic, COVID. Uh, So having him actually in person now is actually very good for us. I agree. Um, That's awesome. I agree. Yeah. yeah, and tell us a little bit about where Macomb is for those that may not be as familiar with the state. Uh, we're on Interstate 55 between Jackson and New Orleans, pretty much equally distanced between Jackson and New Orleans, uh, southwest Mississippi, Pike County. Um, we have a population of about 14,000, so rural, but, you know, a city nonetheless. Yeah. Um, I was born there, and moved away when I was, a, uh, my parents and I moved away when I was young. Uh, so I've grown up, you know, Houston, Chicago, Los Angeles, uh, just moved back to Macomb six years ago after being in LA for 15 years. Uh, and when I was coming back to Macomb, I knew that I wanted to open a contemporary arts center. Uh, I had been working at the Armory Center for the Arts in uh, Pasadena. I worked, before that I worked with uh, Los Angeles Nomadic Division, which is another uh, contemporary uh, art uh, organization, very interesting one. Um, they're, they're nomadic, they have no space, so they do a lot of different programming uh, on billboards or in people's homes. Uh, so when I com- came to Mississippi, a lot of our, pro- our uh, programming was sort of nomadic as well. Um, but in the last couple of years, we've uh, secured a building and we're working on renovating the building and um, still doing the artist residency, but it's we don't have an actual space where artists stay. Uh, so when they come, we have a cabin that we have available for them. And they seem to love it. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That feels very Piney Woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Fits with the theme. 
Uh, it's a nice cabin it with is. Wi-Fi and it everything. Is. So <laughs> that's great. So, so the Pike School's been around for about six years. Six years. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And we've received uh, generous funding from the Mississippi Arts Commission. So, awesome. uh, our Yay. very first exhibition was uh, "Do It," uh, which was curated. It's a show curated by Hans Ulrich Obrist and uh, a Swiss curator, uh, and we did that uh, show in. It was the first show that we had and the first show that we got funding from you for. for. Uh, we also had Cause Collective here a couple of years ago uh, with a project called In Search of the Truth. And we received funding from the Arts Commission for that as well. That's awesome. So, thank you. So good to hear. Well, thank you yeah. for all the work you're doing in that community. Thanks. That's incredible. Um, so, Charles, tell us a little bit more about your practice and uh, what you do. Um, a visual artist. Um, I primarily work in um, oil painting um, landscapes, portraits, and I like to look at historical narratives um, as well as personal narratives and um, either reappropriate the historical narratives um, and or recontextualize my own personal experiences and share them um, with the community. Um, really, really love community engagement and that's how I was brought up and raised. Um, so I try to add that into each series that I do. So this is a really awesome opportunity for me to, to receive, um, to, to be selected by the CAPE Initiative and the Mississippi Museum of Art and Calvin and just to collaborate and to see this through. So, yeah, and we're still working on it. So it's, it's, it's coming along great. That's, so. that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about CAPE, and, and that's a program at the Mississippi Museum of Art. Will you give us a little bit of context for that? Uh, yeah, um, so they look at artists who deal with um, history and like to create work in regards to history, um, particularly within the South. And so they selected me for that. Um, I'm very gracious that um, they all approved that. And from that, um, they gave me the opportunity and a stipend to create work. And I was going to do two-dimensional two work, paintings, like I primarily do, but it was one night from just doing my research of the history of Macomb and Jackson, and, and we all know that there's rich history here. Um, and I just, from researching, I decided to do an album. I thought that would be a very um, appropriate, but then yet bringing the past forward um, and recontextualize it in a contemporary manner. So I thought an album would bring the community together, members, leaders, activists, pastors, together all in one album so um and for generations to come to listen to it as well so that was really important for me that's incredible and so how did calvin how did you guys get connected um so cape uh which stands for center for art and public exchange is an initiative at the mississippi museum of art uh, that's funded by the kellogg foundation i think mm -hmm. it's a five-year initiative right. and they bring in well, what, what the museum did before they even started working with artists was go to different communities. They went to Utica, they went to Macomb, uh, they went to a few other communities and had listening sessions with members of the community. So we hosted a listening uh, session with CAPE and they took you know what they gathered from those listening sessions from those uh, other towns, brought them back to the museum and then when they invited uh, artists to come as residents at the Mississippi Museum of Art, um, they gave them the choice of what community they wanted to work with. Wow. And so that's how Charles found out about mm -hmm. Macomb mm -hmm. through the museum mm -hmm. and through the CAPE initiative. Mm -hmm. um, 
and and we I guess we we did the listening session about a year before the museum even selected you to come to Macomb. Wow, that's incredible. I yeah. didn't realize that was the process that yeah, they yeah. used that data and, and connect community stars. That's really neat. And uh, I mean, the, the CAPE initiative was for him was a year and it was what, two years ago, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, COVID came along, mm -hmm. um, but we've continued to work because recently we received <laughs> uh, the Andy Warhol Foundation for the Visual Arts uh, grant, That's yeah. huge. Uh, which is huge, which yeah. allows us to continue working with Charles on this project, mm -hmm. but allows us to invite a number of other artists in the next two years to come to Pike School of Art. So well, congratulations. That's a really big deal. That's yeah, thank awesome. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's very cool. So tell, tell us a little bit more about how you started on this project. So you got connected, you became interested in Macomb, decided to do an album, mm -hmm. and then what was next? What was that process like? It was uh, challenging, but it also, um, it had, it pushed me to um, think about using other mediums the same way that I use paint um, to really look at the layers um, and build upon those. So it's very important for me to do my research and from my research, that sort of um, shapes and tailors the aesthetics on what I produce and create. So after, you know, selecting Macomb as my county, um, I did the research. And I saw, you know, from history that uh, there was a documentary and song called We Shall Never Turn Back. And from that, um, later on, there was a singer, um, Mavis Staples, who remade that song. And so from her remaking that song and it being one of the top, you know, billboards um, back in early 2000s, I said, well, how can I push this forward? Um, and so after, you know, thinking about people from the community and what they would like to see, things that they've experienced, principles that they live by, um, I thought about composing an album that shared those um opinions and messages and stories and create music surround that around that and create a, a listening experience for people to um journey from wherever they are to this beautiful place um macomb that's, in mississippi that's so cool <laughs> yeah yeah and macomb uh has had a very troubled past during the uh, civil rights era uh, New York Times list uh, had a headline calling Macomb the bombing capital of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, there were yeah. a lot of, uh, of a lot of violent acts and on yeah. an almost daily basis. Mm -hmm. uh, so this project really is looking at the hist uh, the historic race relations mm -hmm. of Macomb and how we've moved forward from them mm -hmm. from then. Uh, so you know we've talked to it, it, it's kind of a collaborative process. Yeah. It's his work. Uh, but because he wasn't able to come into town because of COVID, a lot of the work was done uh, through telephone mm -hmm. conversations. And Zoom. And uh, Zoom. Yeah, and yeah. Zoom. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really interesting to make work in the in you know the 21st century like right. this. Now it's uh, it it was something I've not worked on before. You know, mm -hmm. um, we did set up a small studio in Macomb. And he provided a list of prompts mm -hmm. for the community, mm -hmm. and we did have people come in one at a time, uh, and you know, following COVID 
uh, wearing masks and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would speak with them and talk, you know, offer these prompts to them. You know, what are your thoughts about Macomb? How has Macomb progressed? Uh, what still needs to happen? Things like that. And those answers become audio that goes into the tracks right. of Forward. So it's it's sort of like the album itself is this little, like you you've said, Charles is like this like, like I'm a conductor, right? And right. people are on a train mm-hmm. because the train history of Macomb is very it's important as well. Right. right. Uh, we've got a great the Railroad Depot Museum and uh, Macomb is one of the best railroad museums around. Uh, so mm-hmm. it kind of takes that narrative mm-hmm. uh but then you know weaves these stories of the community into the project yeah and the cool thing with the prompts is that those prompts came from a series of questions you know those questions are i'm like a mad scientist in, a, in the studio like asking myself questions and then taking those questions and then investigating so it said to me okay let me investigate how the com- people in the community feel and truly feel and share that um on the album and I wanted them also to understand that this is something that I wanted them to be authentic and honest um, and how they felt. And also the great thing, it's, it's the, the pandemic, you know, it, it was documented. And so this is a part of the history um, and continuing history. So um, all in one album and eight tracks. So I was really grateful. That's awesome. Well, and we'll, I want to hear more about the, the process and the prompts after, yeah. after this next break. But first of all, can we hear a little bit about the song Forward, which listeners will be able to hear in just a minute? Yeah, Forward is about um, getting on a train, going to Macomb, and um, sitting there in solitude thinking about where you are placed in the world. And while you're sitting there thinking, you hear a gentleman, a pastor, um, Pastor Gregory um, Parton, Partman. Partman. Um, You hear Gregory Partman speaking about his relationship to Macomb and what he endured and how grateful he is that he is still here. So you're taking you're you're taking this journey. Yeah. And in in his in the in the text, not the text, but the the sermon sort of uh he's talking about how 2020 was supposed to be like this year where we open our eyes with 2020 vision with all of this like you know hope and and then covid comes (laughs) so i mean it really is a document about our specific period of time as well which is really interesting uh tying all those historic moments together but coming back to where we are now yeah This is Sarah Story, the Executive Director of the Mississippi Arts Commission. You are listening to the podcast version of the Mississippi Arts Hour. To have access to all Arts Hour interviews, subscribe to the podcast using your favorite podcasting app. You can also listen to the show on MPB Think Radio every Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. On Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active. I'm Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, 
and Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy with your preferred podcasting app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back to the Mississippi Arts Hour on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sarah Story, the Executive Director of the Mississippi Arts Commission. And today we're talking about a really interesting project in Macomb with Charles Williams and Calvin Phelps. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you. Um, so before the break, uh, we were talking a little bit about that process of mm. recording um, for the album. So do you want to keep, yeah. keep telling us a little bit more about what that process was like? Yeah, I mean, for me, I was I, growing up in the South. If there was a question asked, I was always told, you know, by a, an adult or someone older than me, it was always answered in a story, in a narrative. And so I wanted to really give that Southern, that southern sort of uh, relatability um, and also experience that I had for obtaining information. And so with that, whenever I spoke to my grandfather or my grandmother, it was always sort of these um, hopeful, insightful, you know, metaphoric, you know, sayings. And so I was asking myself, you know, what would be some questions that people would ask themselves being in um, in an environment that may have had some tension and some a very deep, you know, historical past? Um, and, and what sort of questions in regards to me as a creative do I ask myself to push myself to get to um, to a new perspective. And um, that perspective was me coming up with the understanding of here's something that happened in the past, here's something that existed, but how do you move from it? How do, what do you learn from it? What do you gain from it? And so with me thinking about that, um, I wrote down a bunch of questions of what principles do I live by? Um, what are some of the things that I hope to see? Um, what are some of the experiences that I've had that has been challenging for me or that have hurt me? Um, and I think those are very vulnerable questions too. And again, that really hits home and relates and connects with people um, when they're talking, sitting on the porch or talking on the phone and they're having that open but personal dialogue. I wanted, I wanted the listener to really feel like they are there. And so I sort of composed the album as if they're going from where they're from to the train station and to Macomb and really capture the environment, um, the landscape, um, so the, the culture, um, and but do it in a way that's um, sort of rhythmic. rhythmic. Um, and I think I did a great job with that. But it's a journey from... You know, the train station to downtown, to the woods, to the to the lake. Or, I'm sorry, to the river, and then back to um, downtown, and finishing with a sermon. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, and you came with the the title forward. Yeah, because I that's but, great. But, but we talked about that. Yeah, so I came up with that because I was thinking about the documentary. And the song, We Shall Never Turn Back. And if I, and again, going back to the questions that I asked myself and the questions that led to the prompts, I said, well, if, if you're not going backwards, where are you going? 
Yeah. And so I said, forward. It just, it hit me. And that's kind of like what we feel like is happening in Macomb as a community. Which right. Which, incidentally, I mean, like, simultaneously, this is, it. it's a very interesting time in Macomb's history right now. It's the ses- sesquicentennial. So everybody's looking what at the past. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, it is the 150th birthday. Okay, thank you. <laughs> the centennial was in 76, and now we're at our 150th. That's great. And everyone is looking back, but we're also, uh, Pike School of Art received a NEA Our Town grant oh, uh, to uh, to implement uh, a, cult- a cultural plan for the city of Macomb. Uh, so that's incredible. we're working with the you know all the different arts organizations and these coalitions and our motto has kind of been like you know forward together and so he comes with forward at the same time we're coming together and it feels like the community is moving forward um, the arts entertainment district boundaries were voted on a couple of years ago uh, so we're right now in the middle of like just you know the Palace Theater, which has been shuttered for like 40 years, has just reopened. Uh, new businesses are coming downtown. So there's this like revitalization and we feel like it's, like Macomb is moving forward. And yeah. 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 it was just perfect timing. And, and that's why it was important to reach out to the community members, you know, leaders, activists. Um, we were um, fortunate to work with uh, Tony T from uh, Vigor studio music um recording studio and um to compose the album and it worked out really well and a list of others from the community i yeah i yeah. uh on track two uh joyce england joyce, is on it mm-hmm. Su- uh, susan dowdy susan Dow. mm-hmm. um and those were people that i read the prompts to and got the recordings of mm-hmm. how did you get uh the sermon because I wasn't a part of that. You know what? It's it. It was very um, serendipitous. I, Tony T. I asked Tony. I said, Tony, do you know any pastors in Macomb? And so he reached out to Gregory. Gregory came down, and he was just sort of. Tony was doing some um, testings with the mic, and he just asked him to just speak and talk from his heart. And he started talking about you know him going through covid and making it through and and so tony let me listen to that because i wasn't at first he was like i don't think you want this but i listened to it i was like nope that's it and so i had him to come back you know i kind of picked pieces out of it i was like this is it you know so it was a it was a testimonial that came from that and so from that testimony i said you know what we should sort of weave this through these eight tracks and have a, a sort of sermon um, at the end, and so it was. He did a really, really great job. That's so very, cool. very powerful, very authentic. So, wow. yeah. Calvin, tell us a little bit about what your experience was being with the community members. Was this a hard sell to get them to participate? What was their response? No. Um, uh, well, first of all, like I was saying, the programming that we've done before, uh, do it, uh, was a participatory exhibition. Basically, it's a book of instructions by artists. Like Yoko Ono has a piece called uh, Wish Tree, and you just write down a wish and you tie it to branches of a tree. And then that's, you know, a sculptural object at the end. Uh, Yoko Ono isn't here, but the instructions tell you how to make the piece. Uh, so do it was all like that. Everything was participatory. That's great. Uh, and then the Truth Booth, uh, Cause Collective, was also, it's it's a big 
inflated bubble that looks like a speech bubble in a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it has a door, and you walk in, and there's a camera, and the prompt is, what is your truth? And people record for two minutes, and there's a little timer, and people just sit there and tell their truths. Uh, and you know, after Cause Collective had come and done that, they put it together into a video work that we exhibited uh, later. And it, you know, it was people in Macomb just talking about their truths. And so a lot of the projects that we've done have been this participatory uh, way of engaging the community. Mm-hmm. So I think we've built a bit of trust. And so when this project came on, uh, we were just reaching out to all different types of people in the community. And you know, it is kind of hard to say to someone, we want to interview you on you know these these concepts of what uh, like these br- huge concepts mm-hmm. about your life, about mm-hmm. your experiences, mm-hmm. about the past, and you know, the history, the history yeah, of Macomb, the, and their personal. A lot experience. of people don't really yeah. you know want to even acknowledge mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. A, a troubled past. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we have a lot of people that we work with who understand that you have to you know. You have to understand your past. You have to acknowledge it to move forward in some ways. You can't just, mm-hmm. you know, pretend the past didn't happen. And I, and I think the great thing about this project is that people saw the commonality, you know, within the piece that and within each other. That okay, yes, we acknowledge this and we see this and this has happened. But okay, again, yet we we share the same thing. And ultimately, the message is positive it because is positive. we are moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So then, what was the process of incorporating other sounds, music, et cetera, in with the voices and interviews? You know, I did a lot of writing. Um, I typically write notes, um, jot down things, and visualize um, before I, you know, go to the canvas or actually make them. Um, so again, it, it all went back to, you know, the pandemic. Okay, I wasn't able to be there physically, but. How, how do I create this sort of listening experience where a person does feel like they're immersed into the city uh, the city of Macomb um, and so I thought okay what are some sort of sort of historical landmarks you know um, but universal but historical that people could kind of travel to um, so I chose you know um, train station the studio uh, I'm sorry it's train station the downtown, um, the river, the woods, the river, the back to the studio, um, Tony T's studio, and then, in a sense, church, um, some sort of sanctuary, you know, fellowship, some sort of fellowship ending with the fellowship, um, and I think it, it worked, yeah, yeah. And that kind of, I guess kind of leads into what we're still working on because yeah. the album is the album's made it's mm-hmm. eight tracks mm-hmm. it's uh in the collection of the mississippi museum of art mm-hmm. uh psa is going to press it as a vinyl yeah it'll be a limited edition mm-hmm. Very uh, cool. and it's going to be a beautiful like yes. color vinyl mm-hmm. uh it's going to be a beautiful object bright yellow record you know <laughs> yeah um yeah. uh, but He's coming back now. What he's in town now because we want to do a live performance of the album, oh, which is going to be cool. Kind of ambitious. I mean, I don't understand. 
I mean, it, it has a lot of spoken words, so mm-hmm. we're still like writing the storyboard of how the live performance happens, mm-hmm. uh, but then that co- becomes incorporated in video work as mm-hmm. well. So it's sort of it's in keeping with his practice, where he has multiple type uh, multiple projects. Mm-hmm. So like uh, Sun and Light, mm-hmm. Black River, um, other projects that you're working. Warm on. Water. Um, the the one I haven't titled the one in Switzerland yet, but. You know, that's sort of like a timeline and uh, with Polaroids and looking at Switzerland history and connection to the United States. So several projects. Yeah. But then, you know, new pieces are added to added each to it, yeah. body of work. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be new work that's added to the sunlight, mm-hmm. pro- sun and light project. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also working together on a video or like we're helping yeah. produce a video yeah. that's going to be part of black river mm-hmm. which is another body of work that yeah. he's done which is i'm excited about that too uh, that one's called blessing in disguise and it's about this um these two friends um one is a youth pastor and the other one is, becomes a pastor but what the friend was born as a hermaphrodite and he was sort of castigated out of the church and out of his home and so it tells his friend is telling the story um of not judging and not using sort of, you know, the Bible to sort of condemn and to speak love, positivity and truth and, and truth is love. And so, um, we're sort of showing this sort of, uh, journey of this man, um, thinking about where he's from and becoming connected again to his sole purpose, which is being a human and being free. And so that's the blessing in disguise because he finally accepts himself. This is Sarah Story, the Executive Director of the Mississippi Arts Commission. You are listening to the podcast version of the Mississippi Arts Hour. To have access to all Arts Hour interviews, subscribe to the podcast using your favorite podcasting app. You can also listen to the show on MPB Think Radio every Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back to the Mississippi Arts Hour on MPB Think Radio. We are joined today by Charles Williams and Calvin Phelps, and we're talking about an album that they created in Macomb and some upcoming projects. So, Charles, do you want to um, tell us a little bit more about some projects that's coming up that you're working on? Yeah, uh, I'm excited about Black River. Uh, Black River will be shown um, next year, um, September uh, 9th, and that will open up at Alabama Contemporary. And Black River is about um, radical forgiveness. Um, I I looked at my personal um, experience of dealing with my father's PTSD and him um, with the military and experiencing that in the household and how that affected me. And then on the other side, juxtaposed against my mother's um, religious um, sort of upbringing with her father being a pastor of three church. So those two juxtapositions I had growing up, I wanted to pose a question. Anyone that's in higher position, if they have done wrong, 
are we willing to look at put things aside and forgive? Mm. So I use my personal example of dealing with abuse from my father to make artwork looking through Christianity and making work about that, um, posing questions. So one piece that I made, um, it's called, um, what I, I looked at my father's photos of him being in the military, and I painted them on Bible pages, ripped out Bible pages. But the Bible pages are from when Peter asked Jesus, how many times you forgive your brethren? And he said, seven times 70. And so I ripped out seven pages of of um, of that and painted those images when my father was in the military before he had a family because I wanted to look at him innocently and practice through the art of making forgiveness um, and so that's just one out of the many works um, that I have but I'm really happy and excited that I'm working with Calvin um, with this project and we're making the piece called Blessing in Disguise and so that will be added um, to the show as well. So. That's so powerful. Well, thank you for thank sharing you. that. That's really incredible. Thank you. It's a, a quite the journey to it share is. with the public. Yeah. So yeah. it's very brave. Yeah. Um, so uh, what are some programs coming up that you guys are working on um, oh, with the album? Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, he is in town now, uh, as I mentioned earlier, to meet with the uh, to meet with the Everyday People Band, who will uh, help orchestrate the live performance. Uh, there'll be a live performance. Uh, we're, I think, doing it at Muddy Springs Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be recorded. Um, there's a, it's a small church, so the it'll be an audience of maybe like a hundred, uh, but it'll be recorded. That's going to be edited into video work, and then there'll be video work. Mm-hmm. But we have. Uh, a couple of other projects. Yes. I mean, the the Black River, which um, so I've been selected as guest curator at the Alabama Contemporary Arts Center. Uh, so I've been, you know, really getting into the Black River body of work about forgiveness. And one of the things that I f- find about forgiveness, I come at it from a like less of a, a less of a spiritual way, but more as a a, a political act, mm-hmm. uh, and thinking about how. Like uh, Jacques Derrida, French philosopher, uh, talks about forgiveness and talks about death quite often. Uh, about how it, it it should seem impossible to forgive. You, if you're able to forgive something, then it's not an unforgivable sin. Uh, so, you know, it's like how how do you forgive? Like, what do you actually have to do? And and you know, thinking about his relationship with his father and, you know, all of our relationships with people. Like, mm-hmm. how do we reach that level uh, in a relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. And in, in a... In, and to trust. Yeah, trust. You know? We're yeah. talking about... And also, like, how does this play out in in the case of, you know, like a political act of yeah, forgiveness? Right. How does it play out in civil society mm-hmm. and, you know, restitution or retribution exactly. or, uh, you know, any of these ideas that we're thinking about reparation, right. you know, right. forgiveness is a very, very, I mean, it's an interesting topic, which I wouldn't have thought about <laughs> yeah. without working with Charles on this project. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, I think it's it's really great. Yeah. So this will be a part of a larger project at the Alabama Contemporary Art Center about forgiveness, or is this the beginning, or what? This, I think it would be larger. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you it's know great. I've already made some works from it, wow. um, but again, like over the period of time, I'll add mm-hmm. much more. So. I, you know, I never, I never like to serve leftovers, you know, I want people to get fresh, you know, material and fresh work. Um, and so it'll be a bigger body. And we're actually going to, you know, recreate the space into a sanctuary, wow. you know, to really hone in on, you know, the human experiences, um, the senses, you know, to really walk in a place and sort of connect with their, you know, the person's own experiences, you know. My experience is different from Calvin's or yours, but, you know, we can all sort of think, okay, well, what would I do in that situation? What would you do in that situation? Um, so, you know, I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really excited. Can, you, can we share about the compilation albums? Uh, yeah, we can talk okay. about those too. Okay, okay. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so he's become so interested in Macomb uh, that he wants to come back and continue working with uh, the mus- musical artists of Macomb. Oh, that's great. Uh, so we're going to produce a series of four, four at this album. point, we think. Four albums. Uh, four albums. Uh, what are they called? Um, so basically we're looking at the seasons. So four seasons. Um, and I think we're going to do them by color. By color, yeah. yeah. And... Um, so each season would be a different genre of music. Mm-hmm. So we would, you know, work with all the jazz artists in the community. We would work with all the blues or, you know. And this is work independent from, it's not Charles Edward Williams' work. No, no. It's, uh, it's, a, it's like a series that Pike School of Art will publish with mm-hmm. Charles uh, working as sort of like the, the producer of the mm-hmm. albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, in conjunction with Tony T probably right, exactly uh, and just have these as like uh, like an issue like mm-hmm. a like an issue of a magazine mm-hmm. so it'll be four issues of these albums mm-hmm. uh, featuring different musicians from Macomb uh, in different genres uh, and my goal for my personal goal from it is to get people to understand the beautiful landscape and history you know it's full of rich history and I've gained to, I've even from, you know, the, my first visit, I said to Calvin, I said, maybe I can open up something here. Maybe I can live here for a little bit. So I'm wanting people to sort of um, come and visit and really sink their teeth in and really, you know, discover and research, you know, like I did. So these albums, I think, would really help, you know, and also bring people together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. As a, a, a creative economy, uh, you know, just something as as I said earlier, Macomb is becoming an arts and entertainment, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, center in Southwest Mississippi. Uh, so we're just going to try to feature artists and as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, outside of Charles's work, Pike School of Art, um, through the Warhol Foundation, uh, we're going to have uh, two artists coming uh, in June: uh, Jason Lazarus and Laurencia Strauss. Uh, they um, Jason Lazarus is a photographer, and he's looked at uh, civil uh, disobedience, dissent. Uh, so he's interested in the history of protest mm-hmm. as like an aesthetic language as well. Uh, but he and Laurencio, uh, they've formed a uh, collaborative project together. Uh, and it's about the sea level rise 
over time. <laughs> wow. Uh, so that project is, uh, they're going to be doing a permanent installation. Um, basically, it's like a water level mark, uh, and it'll be a date. So they'll be researching, like, at what point will Pike School of Art be at sea level? And if it's, like, 2158, that is the date that they're going to, you know, make a permanent marker for. Kara wow. um, Despain and Nicole Hebron are going to be coming next year to do a feminist uh, summer camp. That's great. <laughs> so that'll be fun too. Uh, we're great. talking to a couple of other artists about coming in 2023 as well. Cool. Summer camp for kids, for adults? Summer for... camps for adults mostly. Nice. But uh, there'll be a lot of programming, uh, panel discussions, film screenings. Uh, they've already made one visit to Macomb and find that the community is very interested in politics mm -hmm. so they want to uh, do something like a voter registration drive or something like that mm -hmm. um, they're visual artists but they're also activists and feminists and you know we're going to have them in Mississippi <laughs> that's great very yeah. cool so uh, tell us Calvin have you learned anything or I'm sure you have but what is what have you learned that's been really interesting to you through this project about Macomb uh, well I mean I left Macomb at a young age, 10, and, um, you know, I, I really didn't ever see myself being back in Mississippi until recently, uh, you know, six years ago when I decided to move back. My grandmother had left me a house here, and my mom uh, remarried and moved out of the house, and I was paying like $3,500 a month in rent in Los Angeles. And I was able to come to Mississippi and pay zero. So that was one. I, I find that a lot. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of people in rural communities, and there has been this moving back to rural communities. It's, it's nationally, it is happening. Yeah. And I'm one of those stories. That's great. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm actually right now, personally, I'm building a shipping container house. Oh, neat. Oh, very cool. <laughs> uh, so it'll be the only shipping container house in Pike County, I guess. Awesome. Uh, three different containers um, and then Pike School of Art uh, we're actually trying to we we've been given the old Macomb City Jail uh, on a loaned by the city great uh, we're thinking about buying the building and I've been talking to some architects out of New York who uh, we'd love to have come and work on a project with us so it's very exciting yeah that's great very cool so Charles, what did you, uh, what was something really interesting that you learned about Macomb that you didn't know through this project? Oh, I didn't really answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, we can come back to you if you want. I mean, I, I think it's more so it's about the experience that I had. I mean, I feel like I wanted, it, it has caused me to want to, you know, sink my teeth more into the history and figure and uncover stories that haven't been told. Mm -hmm. um, and also, you know, tap into the community in regards to creativity and talent. You know, there's a lot here that I've sort of come across from doing this album. So, yeah. That's so great. I just want to investigate more and, and um, sort of have some sort of roots here in yeah. the future. Yeah. And well, okay. What I have learned, uh, <laughs> Mississippi, uh, has changed a lot since I left and um, it's easier now for a gay man to be married to someone it's easier I mean we have you know a very diverse community uh, the uh, uh, relationships between different uh, communities are a lot better now than when I left obviously when I left was 
1976. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, things have changed and things have moved forward. And that's a very good thing. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. So where can people find the album? They can listen to it online, right? Oh, absolutely. One, uh, one place is on Pike School of Arts website. Perfect. So uh, psa-ms.org and then under exhibitions uh, or just uh, psa-ms.org slash forward. Uh, but if you go through the exhibition tab, you'll see Charles Williams. Uh, the album is available there. And uh, charlesedwardwilliams.com. You hit the sun and light tab and you'll scroll to the bottom and you'll see the link. It's available on Bandcamp. Okay, great. So Perfect. So if you go through Bandcamp, just uh, Charles Edward Williams, it'll pop up. Great. And um, are you on social media? Can people follow you on social media? Um, Charles Edwell 84 okay, on Instagram and Facebook as well. Yeah. Awesome. And is Pike School of the Arts on uh, Instagram? Or yes. Uh, although I forgot the tag. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> at PSAMS. Um, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, and all of those links are uh, on our website at psa-ms.org. And I should also say uh, that we did receive funding from South Arts to do the live performance and uh, Mississippi Humanities Council to uh, bring together a panel discussion. So we're going to see if that is uh, part of the fall trip when he comes awesome well we look forward to hearing more about that and we'll be sure to share it with all of our listeners soon and thank you guys so much for being on here we appreciate your time and excited about this project and more to come thank you so very much thank you, thank you. thanks for listening to this mpb think radio podcast mpb depends on support from listeners so if you can please contribute today at mpbonline.org Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app.